Welcome to the Zimmerman Podcast with your host, CEO, wedding professional, educator, and mom, Jessica Zimmerman. This is a brand new Zimmerman Podcast mini-series, Sleeping with a Stranger Under the Cover. In the next few weeks leading up to the release of my memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, we'll be taking a look under the cover as I share insider information about the story and process behind my memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, which releases May 7, 2020. Yeah, I know. We've had a date change. We'll get into it this episode. I'm sitting down with Rachel, who will be interviewing me about the deeply personal and never-before-shared details of my journey through living and writing Sleeping with a Stranger. So let's do this. Let's go under the cover. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about kind of a change to the book release story and the schedule. And there's been a little bit of a, a switch up. And I want you to share about that with everyone uh, because it's kind of an unplanned thing, but we're rolling with it. Yeah. Ugh. So I never wanted to record this episode. <laughs> yeah. I want to say that like a little bit before we recorded this, I was listening to one of the past episodes, which I don't always do because it's not super fun listening to yourself talk because you just no. get really self-critical. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to it and it was like, this is when you set a date, then you have to do it by that date. And it's really good accountability. And I was like, cringe, cringe, cringe. So here we are. <laughs> yes, Exactly. I will say one of the things, and y'all have heard me say this before, that I really kind of pride myself on is if I say I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do it. And you can trust that. And I think there have been people that I have, you know, signed up for their newsletter in the past or followed them in the past. And, and they've, you know, said things like every Tuesday, you're going to get a newsletter from me about this or, or a helpful freebie or something, you know what I mean? And then that lasts for like three Tuesdays and then you never hear from them again, or you never see the freebie or you get an email that's like, life happens and I'm no longer doing that. And like, that's fine. I get it. We're all trying to find our footing and stuff, but I really do try if I say I'm going to do something to do it and to, and to follow through with that. And I'm very, because I think if you don't, then people begin to not trust you. And I think trust is kind of everything, especially when you are um, an online educator. You know, I think trust is very, very important. And so April 7th was the the book release date. And um, I really, guys, I've had a hard couple of weeks. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There have been tears. There have been Um, I'm pretty sure I threw my computer once. I'm pretty sure my phone was thrown once. Like, I mean, just not pretty. Like there's been some not pretty things happening over here. The release date is being moved to May 7th. And I'm going to explain to you why. But I mean, let me just say real quick, what a huge, like it it absolutely 100% must be moved to May 7th. Or there's just no way that I would ever choose to move it if it didn't absolutely have to be done, because we've had promo out saying April 7th. I mean, the podcasts that are previously done that have ads in them for the book releasing April 7th, like those will live on forever and ever. And, you know, it's just, I cringe when I think about the fact that I have so heavily promoted April 7th and here we are and we're having to change it to May 7th. But it's also been, you know, I I can choose to look at it one of two ways. 
I can choose to look at it as, you know, that I failed, or I can choose to look at it and say, this was a decision that I chose to make. And it's been a great learning experience. And I have definitely learned from this. So basically what happened is when you self-publish a book, and listen, I'm just going to be totally honest. There are people who self-publish a book strictly for the purpose of just publishing a book and being able to say that they're an author and they can put that on their resume and, you know, on their website and all of that. And that's great. Like I have, I'm not knocking that whatsoever. I mean, I'm all about that. There's zero judgment, zero shame. I'm all about people doing what they need to do for their life, for their business, yada, yada. So for me though, this book, this story I just feel like it's so much bigger than me in the sense that this story was given to me to share. I feel an incredible responsibility to get that out in the best way possible and to work from a level of excellence. So even though I am self-publishing it, I am going through a publishing house and I pay them upfront for their work. But on the flip side of that is I own my copyright. I have creative control. And at the end of the day, what I say is the final say. So I want it to go through all the processes that a book would normally go through in a traditional publishing house. So that involves developmental editing, copy editing, proof editing, you know, layout, uh, cover approval, um, you know, a Kindle version, an audio version, an early printed edition that then you take and you you mail out to influencers and to and to people who can help you promote the book and all of these things, right? And we're planning on doing a podcast tour. We might be doing some book signings. And when the publisher that I'm working with, when she looked at everything that needed to be done, she was like the absolute earliest that this could get out is May 7th. If you want to stick to April 7th. And remember, we were working with a different person when we first started this. And I don't know if I really went into detail about that, but we we were working. We did. I think on the last episode, we actually did kind of go into the like the transfer. Okay, good. So yeah, so I decided that I, that just wasn't up to par. So we, we switched gears and now working with these people, they're like, listen, in order to do April 7th, we're going to have to skip one or two of these steps. So either it doesn't go through developmental editing. Well, that can't happen. (laughs) Or it doesn't go through copy editing. Well, that can't happen. Or it doesn't get, you know, the layout doesn't get professionally done. Well, that can't happen. You know, I mean, like none of, I wasn't willing to skip any of the steps. And so it really came down to, and I slept on it and it really came down to, and I will say there's not many there really aren't many times that I have to sleep on a decision. Like I typically know exactly what my answer is. And I'm like, this is it. Let's just keep moving forward. I'm all about just keep moving forward. And I had to sleep on this a second because really, if I'm being really honest, I think what it came down to was my pride in that. Like I was like, I was like, I have said that this would be April 7th. And if I have to move it back a month, do I look like a failure Do I look like someone that my audience no longer trusts? Do I, you know, I was really concerned about those things. And then I thought, you know what? I want it done right. And I knew that even when this email was first sent to me, I was like, well, we have to go with that option, May 7th. Like I knew that in my gut, but I also, you know, needed to do kind of a check-in with myself and be like, this is okay. May 7th is enough. Like you're fine. Like everything's fine. Like you 
you have worked your tail off you've got you now have this amazing team who has got you every step of the way and if may 7th is what it takes for this to be done right then that's what we're going to do and so what are we willing to give up to get what we ultimately want is the is kind of the question i always come back to and i'm willing to give up you know a perfect record of <laughs> of following through on a deadline that i say i'm going to do in order to make it right. So from here on out, you will hear us talk about the release date of May 7th. Yeah. And I just want everyone to remember, first of all, I think you're way harder on yourself than anyone else is on you. Um, Like I think we can all, we're all more understanding uh, than you probably are for yourself. Um, But I would just want us all to remember like this, this is your story. This isn't fiction. This isn't, you know, a a story about someone else's life. This is your story. And so the way that it's told, what is told, how excellently it's told really matters. Like this is your legacy. It's not your only legacy, but this is a huge part. Like your children can read this book one day. This is a huge part of your legacy. And you can't just kind of go about that willy nilly. (laughs) Like, and if, and if someone who's an expert says, this is our plan. It's a really good plan. We all understand the plan and it's a plan to make the book excellent, to release it to the world excellently. And that's going to take an extra month. Well, you say, okay, then it's going to take an extra month. Like these people are really good at their jobs. We've done everything we can do. And so it's just, there's no way about it. You and I were just talking about like a a wedding situation, which it now is reminding me of this. Like if you tell, a, if you're a floral designer or a photographer or whatever, and you tell a bride, like, look, eight hours of coverage will cost you this much. And then a bride is like, well, I don't want to pay that much. Like you don't say, oh, okay, well then I won't charge that much. You say, well, that's what it costs. And for this, there was like very specific needs and a very specific time cost. And there was no way we could change how much time it was going to take to execute this well. Right. And like I said at the beginning, you know, this book is not about just writing a book to say I'm an author and to get it out there and to be able to like claim that title. That's not what this is about. This book is about a story that I feel a responsibility to share. And so I care way more about the story then I care about having the title of author. I care way more about the story being shared properly than being on a bestsellers list or anything like that, you know? And so this just is really about the story itself being told the best way it possibly can. And I think more so what what I realized over the last week, what trumped this for me was, yes, I care about being trustworthy. Yes, I care about following through and and doing what I say I'm going to do. But I also care about doing excellent work. At this time, like in this particular case, the, the excellent work is going to win. And we're talking about 30 days. We're not talking about six months. Mark your calendar for May 7th. It's book launch day. If you want details on my upcoming book tour, like cities I'll be visiting, how you can meet me in person and get a signed copy of the book, you got to get your name on the list. This list will get you the VIP treatment. We've got some awesome bonuses prepared, but only for those who have signed up. 
Go to sleepingwithastranger.com to become a VIP today. So after kind of going through this process, do you have any advice for someone who might be in a similar circumstance where what you really wanted and what you've really been working towards isn't going to look the way you thought it was going to look? Like how how do you hold both things in both hands, like being committed and being a woman of your word, but also being flexible and knowing when it's time to adjust and just be honest and say, like, this is what needs to happen. How do, how do you process that internally? Like, do you have someone you talk to and you say, you know, do you talk to Brian and you say like, honey, what do you, what do you think? What, how can you weigh in? Do you just need to shut everyone out? Kind of what does that process look like for you? I mean, if I'm being totally honest, I usually know really quickly what the right answer is. And it's usually honestly something to do with how is that going to make me look? And there are many, many times where I say all the time, like, I don't really care about being liked, but I care about being respected. And, you know, because I just I know (laughs) I've lived long enough to know that I'm not going to please everyone, that not everyone is going to like me. So I don't I don't have those kinds of needs or issues of wanting people to like me. Like that's not something that I worry about, but I do want people to respect me. And I definitely want my students to respect me. And I just, I think I sometimes can lose respect. Again, when I have followed someone and it's kind of constantly that kind of stuff happens like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then it doesn't really happen. Or tomorrow I'm going to show you a video on this. And then it it's never talked about again. You know what I mean? Like those kinds of things. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I, my time is wasted. Like I don't even trust you anymore. And I just never, ever want that to happen. And so for me, it came from that perspective of how is this going to make me look? And Are people going to not trust me? Are they going to lose respect for me? And at the end of the day, I have to realize that I have to do what's best for the project. And if someone loses respect, like, that's okay. That's okay. I'll probably win it back or maybe they'll listen to this and they'll understand or whatever, or maybe they won't and that's okay. But I'm never going to be able to control that. Like, I'm never, ever, ever going to be able to control the thoughts or the feelings of other people ever. And what's interesting is I'm not real concerned about that in my personal life because I feel like the people who I hold close in my personal life, they know who I am. They love me, you know, for who I am with all of my many, many faults. And I have a really great support system, so I don't necessarily feel that in my personal life. I also have a great support system in my business life, but I also have a lot more people that I'm reaching in my business life than I do in my personal life. And I can't always get their feedback. You know, I can't necessarily call, you know, the the people in Australia who sign up for my mastermind and wake up at 4 a.m. to to take it with me. You know what I mean? Like I can't always do that. And so, but to answer your question, I'm rambling, but it's a different thing when it comes to there are no other options. And what I mean by that is like, Three years ago, when I first wrote The Business Behind the Blooms, and I said we were going to launch it on April 4th, and I said that, and it was February, and I hadn't even written anything. I had the full capability of getting that done. Like That relied solely on me and my employee, Kelly. We spent long hours. We stayed up late several nights. I mean, I think the last two weeks, we were up until like midnight almost every night. 
And so it wasn't, oh, I can't do this. This is too hard. So I'm going to push the date back. It was like, no, I said I'm going to do this and I'm going to work my tail off to make it happen. And I was I was in control of making that happen. With the book, there was no physical way that it, all of the things could happen. Because the, the the printer takes so many weeks, and the and the different editors take so many weeks, and and to get the books mailed out to influencers takes so long. And this is an actual publishing company that that knows what they're doing. And I got misinformation really for, from the first round. And so now that I'm working with people, like had I been working with these people from the beginning, we would have probably gone with a May seventh date all along. So anyway. I guess just to say, like weighing out pros and cons, what is it that makes you not be able to make a clear decision? You know, like option A is obviously best for the book. Option B, you know, the book's not going to be as good, but you get to stick to your date. Like why is one more important to you than the other? Like what are your feelings? Because your feelings are not the truth. You know what I mean? Your feelings are valid and you're allowed to have them. I'm allowed to, to feel like people might lose trust in me for changing the day. And also, I also realize how dramatic this probably sounds to some people. They're probably like, oh my gosh, you changed the date, like big deal, whatever. But I think for me, I think that it's just something that I've really been proud of, that we've been able to just always follow through with our dates. And so for me, it was like, oh, I can't really say that anymore. Like, I'm not going to be able to say that anymore. And again, that's all my issues, not anyone else's. And so it's like, you got to make the best decision for everyone, not about you or your pride. And I think just because you're a public person, like you're a public figure and that people who don't know you, quote unquote, in real life have access to you and have like can speak into your life. But that doesn't mean that their opinions have to matter. I was just reading um, Brene Brown, of course, and she was talking about writing the names of the people whose opinions matter to you on a one by one square of paper which is pretty small. That's like a postage stamp. And I think it's easy to think, well, when you're a public figure, like you have to do what people want you to do. Like you've invited access into your life. And and that's just not true. Like you you still are only accountable to the, you know, two or three people whose opinions you're going to let speak into your life. And I think those people would probably say, just this book is going to live forever. People are going to forget about the release date in 10 minutes. Like that's what's going to last. Yeah, totally. And then I think another thing that really got me too was the fact that, you know, I'd said when I circled that date, April 7th, you'll remember a couple of episodes back, I talk about kind of, I'd said, I wonder how old I'll be. Like, or I said, how old will I be that year? when is the the book release date and how they were one 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 and i thought oh my gosh that is the year that i started this business was january 1st 2011 like this all makes sense and so part of me was like does that take away from this book being special all those numbers that was part of what made me feel so confident in moving forward and i think i had to also just say to myself I don't think that changes. Like, I think that was the original intention. And so that I can still believe that. But we do have an opportunity for you to read the book early, which I'm really, really excited to talk about next time. I can't wait. People are going to freak out. I love it. 
so yeah, all this talk about it's it's being pushed back, and now we're like, but you can read it early, and we'll tell you how you can do that. <laughs> People oh, make them mad at this episode. They're like, y'all are crazy freaks. Sorry, so sorry. But all right, good. we'll I'll see you next week. Okay, see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Zimmerman Podcast miniseries, Sleeping with a Stranger Under the Cover. Don't forget, you can get book updates and VIP treatment at sleepingwithastranger.com. The book will be available May 7th. I'll see you next time.